Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over the third episode of Sequester Season 4. We got some majority rules to go over. We had an episode that I would probably say is my favorite. Maybe we have some agreements here. Maybe we don't have some agreements, but I would say it ended probably uh, in the most tragic way possible for a lot of people because I know when it comes to Muna, uh, you don't get rid of Muna without starting a war. And I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen with the fandom after tonight's episode but we're here to break down everything that happened tonight uh going through the twist going through the elimination going through the things that happened in between and we're going to get into it my name is barrett here with me are my co-hosts as always the lovely roxy hobman and daniel icon brown and joining us tonight from season three of sequester we have dustin schroeder dustin how you doing tonight uh not too bad not too bad it's cold up here kind of terrible yeah. Well, in Arkansas, it's also cold. It snowed here today, so it was like a, a big event all over my Facebook right, timeline because it never happens. Did it uh, snow? It happened in the north of Arkansas, not here. Oh, I was like, I, I, I missed it. <laughs> it's a big deal when it happens here. So, I mean, uh, but how are you feeling about the season as a whole, Dustin, since we haven't gotten to talk to you for, you know, the entirety of the season? Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's kind of bittersweet to like to watch it because i'm like oh wow i'm really excited and then at the same time it's like mad ptsd as i watch i'm just like oh my oh i, I forgot i hated this <laughs> like, like, i just watch other people like stressing out and it's like making me stressed out and i feel like i need to reach out to them and be like it's gonna be okay like you're gonna be like, you're gonna be all right it's like you have fomo until you actually start watching it and it's like never mind this is a horrible yeah this is a horrible experience for me but tonight we got some faces of your friends from your fellow season that we got to see and some shout outs to Jessica and Hunter uh, from Spencer, one, which were half nice. Um, <laughs> uh, but we also have the chat open. We are live tonight. So if anyone has anything to say, I will pop some of these chats up. If you have any big thoughts about the episode, I'm sure there are a lot of big thoughts about everything. But I'm going to turn it to Daniel and Roxy right now. How did you guys feel about the episode as a whole? Daniel, you can go first. Um, it was good. I really like this twist. You choose Daniel every week first, and I'm sick of it. Go ahead, I mean, Daniel. What can I say? I just, he's like, eager. It's for the ratings. It's for the ratings. That's how you really feel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like this episode. Um, I don't think I'm as high on it as like y'all seem to be. I mean, it was a pretty good episode. I definitely like the first one of the season the most so far, which I know Dustin said it was like his least favorite. So it's like we all like different things. But um, I don't know. I like this twist. I thought it was very interesting. And uh, the drama right at the end, like, was a little cherry on top. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Roxy? I don't even know if I want to talk. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like the episode. I I know this is unpopular with a lot of people, but I was glad about the outcome. I liked it. <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry, Mena fans. I like her, but... I wanted Spencer to win. <laughs> Sorry. Well, here's the thing. It's it is gonna be unpopular, Roxy, but I uh you can't sit here and say that Spencer's reasoning for picking Muna was illogical by any means. I think that was the right move for him because he said it and Dustin said it before we even started the podcast. You know, he's had that whole fool me once, shame on me, you know, fool me three times, I'm fucked. You know, that's what he said. Yeah. Uh and that's exactly the iconic, you know, famous saying, yes. That should have been that should have been the episode title, in my opinion. <laughs> Instead, it was is huff huff and puff huff huff, huff and, and puff puff puff, puff, puff. puff. 
That's <laughs> that. uh, I'll turn it to Dustin though, real quick, because we're going into this podcast having no clue who you're rooting for, how you feel about this new cast of people. Uh, so kind of let us in the know a little bit. Who are you rooting for? Who do you who are you kind of wanting to see more of as the season progresses? Just your thoughts as a whole. Well, I, I, like I knew Spencer from before. So, I mean, there's always like that little bit of bias where I'm like, hey, he's one of my buddies. Like, I'd like to see him succeed. Uh, Brandon's goofy as hell. I love Brandon. <laughs> uh, uh, what's it called? Billy. I'm really like Billy. Um, she- Sheeran is like a really good player. Like, I'm not, I'm, the thing is, I'm not a huge like Sheeran fan, but I'm like, she's really good at this game right now. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that I don't, that I wasn't really, super pumped about was just like some of the pre pre pre-existing relationships going into the game like that's why like episode one i did like everybody just being like oh yeah well i knew this person forever so we're automatically buddies where i like to see like relationships develop throughout the episodes like be created and like people not have those uh um pre-existing relationships so like when at the very beginning, when it was Jacob and Muna were like, oh yeah, by the way, we played the minis a lot and we won a couple minis. So we're probably like going to win and we should be best friends. And I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, I want to, I want to see more of a character development than just like, oh, okay. These people are already teamed up. Um, it, it did seem like that was kind of how the first episode played out. It's just like, we're in a room together. All right, let's team up. But I feel like that's going to be every season anyway. Uh, that's And that's kind of how it falls into the minis. She's like, oh, we're in a room together. Let's team up. Uh, so oh, it's, it's the cookie cutter of every season is the first first people through the door are always like, first in, last out. And I'm like, you know, like <laughs> okay, yeah, everybody, let's get that out of the way like super early so we can move on to other things. It, but it's interesting that you bring up kind of the pre-existing relationship thing because uh, I feel like the biggest relationship that we could talk about going into the season, especially after the first episode, we talked about it was Jacob and Muna. Uh, and we saw that relationship uh, have an entirely different turn tonight uh, where Jacob was immediately just like, I think Muna was actually that, you know, other vote for uh, blaming, you know, blaming it uh, over on Natalie. And it was just like such a shocking, like, oh, we're just, this is how it's going to be this episode. Okay. Uh, let's just, let's just get that out of the way. And that seemed to be a thing that progressed. And then at the end, it, at, as well as having that Spencer and Moon relationship break down, uh, it still was that cherry on top for their relationship to kind of break down, which is another thing that I think kind of elevated this episode in my mind. But uh, obviously we're going to get into that whole thing and how it played out. Um, well, good, because I have questions about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will pull up my notes now and we can get into the episode pretty much from the beginning. Well, we, we try to go somewhat chronologically because it's such a fast paced show that we kind of forget half the time what happened uh, in the middle of all the meetings. And especially in this episode where you have five people in a room saying one name, six people in a room saying another name, and then the same four people going to another room of six saying a completely different name, but to have a fake name. And this fake name is the same name as the real name in the other room. It gets a little bit complicated. Uh, I didn't understand what you just said i don't I mean, even I, know what you said that's exactly as how i like it though I like yeah it. i liked it too let's go back to the very beginning uh we are fresh off the elimination of katie natalie victorious in the the three-tier pyramid battle match she goes to luxury luxury row where we found out last week we have three boxes two of them hold powers one of them holds nothing and the powers don't get refilled until one is played out, and then there'll be 
uh, filled up in the three boxes again. Natalie mm-hmm. takes the wrong box. She gets nothing. Um, but she's ready to turn this game up side down pretty much by herself. I, we saw her at the end of the last episode be like, Billy, you know what? I'm coming after you. That didn't really play out at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought this is definitely going to set up something, but uh, the whole Natalie and Billy thing was, it had one little scene uh, where they were together and like, we have to trust each other. I know I said those things and Natalie in her DR was just like, I mean, I can say this to her for now, but I really it doesn't mean anything. And that's pretty much all we got from it. uh, From what I gathered, I don't know if anybody else, is there anything more from Natalie and Billy that we really saw? Natalie's growing on me a lot. I really am starting to, might have to stand y'all might have to stand. I'm just getting very strong energy from her. And she had like a little dull early start without getting that much screen time. But I mean, this, like the whole first half of the episode, I feel like was kind of just following her around a little bit. And, um, I really like her. So we had to lose Katie in order to get her. So she better fill the shoes. She better fill the shoes. All right. I mean, Natalie definitely got more screen time this episode. That's for sure. Uh, (laughs) I'm still not high on her yet, but I'm definitely not sitting here like I was the first episode, just being like, what is she going to do? But I feel like that's going to be every person we have in sequester. Someone's going to have their moment to shine at some point in the season. And if they don't have it in the first episode, that just means they're probably going to be way more of a factor later on. Um, Dustin, how do you feel about Natalie? Oh, like I don't, I I don't want to come off sounding like a dick too much, but, but like seriously, seriously, it was the end of episode two that I was like, who who the hell is Natalie? They're like, Natalie's been voted out. I'm like, who? And they're like, Natalie, the blonde shape. And I was like, Oh, yeah, her. Cool. But uh, she's actually growing on me a lot, especially like throughout this throughout this episode. Getting more screen time, though, it, it's it's easier to become a fan of somebody that you're actually seeing more often. So I think it's, that's why she's growing on me. I don't know if I've seen any really game moves or anything that I is the reason I'm a fan. But I I mean, I like her. But she was so much more vocal um, this round that it made me like her so 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 much more but you know what i think we have billy to thank for that because last week billy told her she needed to play better and natalie listened (laughs) she was offended but she was like okay and then he was like a little more aggressive on tonight's episode which i prefer i like it yeah for sure that's got to be such a like such a high and then low to be like, yeah, you won. Oh, by the way, you have a chance at something special, but you didn't pick the right box. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't like, so no. I didn't even remember until you brought it up. I totally forgot that Josh has an LOS from. Yeah, yeah they don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, they, in fact, they didn't talk about it at all. In the <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been brought up since he opened that box. I have and, a question. So when Natalie went. When Natalie ha- like goes to read her thing, does she know that like only one, or does she know that there's possibility for an advantage? Because like, what if Natalie were to get it? Then is there just going to be like empty boxes? Like, what? How does that work? Like, I think are, always like, two of example, them will have something, and one of them will be empty. Oh, okay. From like now on out. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah. That it doesn't seem like luxury row has been very much an exposed thing yet. I don't know when exactly that will be a thing that people talk about in terms of uh, when you get eliminated. And if you come back after winning a battle match, you get to actually pick something that could give you a power. I'm waiting for that conversation to happen because now we have two people who know that it exists. uh, And it's just like, are we waiting for a little bit of downtime? What are we waiting for? Uh, (laughs) Someone has to know about it at some point. Uh, 
I totally didn't even think about it like that with uh, with the fact that like Natalie and Josh are just looking at each other from across the room. It's like I know you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know you know, we, know. Why don't they talk? I don't understand that. Maybe they did, and like, it wasn't shown. But like, why would you not talk about that? Just, well, I mean, we talked about the possibilities of that last week. I mean, you know, before I left the podcast, because I was <laughs> but <laughs> before I up and left mid podcast. Um, but we did talk about like what is the deal? Are people going to be pissed? Like all of a sudden when, cause all it will take is somebody who has an actual like true ally in the house to come back and be like, Hey, guess what? And then it, it'll just spread so quickly. And then they're going to be like, okay, so that person's gone. That person's gone. What do they have? And then they're going to be targeted mm-hmm. again. And then I'm going to love it so much. And so I really want it to happen so soon. Because then you have the situation where you might go through luxury row and you have nothing like in Natalie's case. And then someone says someone has an LOS and then they think it's you, but you have to plead that like, I don't have anything. I swear I don't have anything. Just hoping that people believe you that you picked up the piece of paper that has nothing. Uh, Otherwise, they're going to try to get you out to flush it. You just say dead ass and then everyone believes you. That's the rule. (laughs) Dead ass. I was going to say, that would have been a Jay West move is like week five or something if he like won a battle match and came back and be like, y'all don't know about Luxury Row? <laughs> like he would have just said it all right in front of the whole house. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone would be like, what? And the whole thing would just come crashing down. <laughs> I, I can argue for it. If Spencer ends up getting a freaking power, he's going to be like, y'all better not send me in. I'm going back in there and I'm coming out with a power now. Yeah, that's right. Josh, Natalie, I see you. He's like just going to blow it all up. You act like he needs to know about the power to even say that. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He can be up against the wall at this point. Like in this episode, Spencer has now had three rounds in a row where he's just gotten screwed over time after time after time again. I don't think he cares anymore. (laughs) He's going to do whatever he wants at this point. But now he's in a great position to where he followed through on exactly what he said what he's going to do. In fact, maybe a little bit, even a little bit better because he went, you know, hard in the paint saying, you know what, if you put me up for a physical match, I'm going to beat you. But he went up into a mental match and still won. So it's like now he has double the power. He's like, I can probably beat you in anything. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be fine here, as we've seen in the first three episodes. Not only has the person that's been eliminated come right back into the game, there's been no double time people in the battle matches at all so uh i think spencer is definitely in a better position um to roxy hmm? i'm sorry i'm just laughing at something in the chat i just agreed that somebody said can we talk about brent holding everyone's hands because that would make me so uncomfy and i'm just like <laughs> i mean yeah. i don't disagree with that because i have like i'm very like I'm going to need you to back up at least one full step. You're in my space, and I don't like that. <laughs> I will put you out for that. He had Jacob's wrists. He's like holding <laughs> on his and, he's, and I just see Jacob stuck there, and I'm like, oh, man, you got you to bite through those arms. You get the hell out of there. <laughs> like, oh. It made me so – I laughed so hard when I just saw that. I was like, yes, so true. Oh, Lord. And Barrett, you're highlighting all these. Yes, highlight Drew. Icon is the truth. Thank you, Drew. You are my forever big dick daddy, and I will always. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot about that until just right now. Every time I see his name, it's like big dick daddy, and like yes, thank you. <laughs> all right, yeah, thank you, Drew, for being in the chat. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> 
even though I hate that you just call it icon the truth, um, that he will remember that forever. Uh, <laughs> and bring it up at, at weird times when it doesn't make any sense to bring it up. Exactly. <laughs> I got my own trophy made. It says. <laughs> 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 you see what I got? It said that it's the trophy says this one time that Drew said that I was the truth. It's crazy that I have that made. Uh, I'm on the truth dash big dick daddy dash. Daddy. <laughs> uh, can you anyway. imagine calling the store and trying to have that ordered? And they're like, okay, and what would you like it to say? And you have to say all of that? <laughs> no, I can't. Can call me, can call me sense, please. I just have, I got it right here. I just sat down. <laughs> I'm so thankful, truly, and I would like to thank the Academy and uh, for making this possible, so thank you. <laughs> we also have Jay West in the chat, and speaking of Jay West, he gets some more airtime in this episode with our little Jerry House segment that we got with him and Katie. Um, I'm interested to know what kind of games Jay West uh, came up with in the Jerry House. I, that's something I really need to know. Um, he came up with games all the time, actually, when we were playing season three. Like, all the time, he'd just be like, This is a new card game I came up with. I'm like, Pretty sure that's poker. He's like, No, I, <laughs> I came up with this game. You throw different colored tiles on the floor, and then we spin a wheel to say which hand or foot that you have to put on a tile. Uh, I just came up with it. The inspiration. <laughs> Uh, but it was good getting to see Jay West, not only in the jury house segment, but uh, at the elimination with the upgraded uh, jury headwear that we get now. Um, the Transformers, yeah. What? Transformers, that's right. That's what we're referring to them as. Uh, I'm sure Audrey loves that. Um, I love them. It's like so, it like adds like the vibe, you know. It does. I would say it. it is It is the vibe. It is the way. It uh, is the moment. It is the truth. The icon. Uh <laughs> So we have, it's amazing that we're almost 18 minutes into this podcast and we haven't even gotten to the return uh, of Natalie in the game yet. It's abnormal for that to happen. This is the I, way it works. I know, I know. Uh, but Natalie returns. She's ready to re reassess, uh, you know, who's happy that she's back and uh, who is pretty much not happy, who's, who actually is mortified that she is back, which isn't really anyone except for maybe spencer who's kind of sad that he lost katie uh but he isn't too worried about natalie because she hasn't really done anything in his words um and he thinks that she's pretty much just trying to snake by but we kind of go from that um to natalie reading out the majority rules rules for the this episode this twist uh where pretty much every house guest is given a question the entire house is given a question uh and that question tonight was who in the game is most likely to taint the jury if eliminated? And the goal of this twist is to be in the majority with your answer. Uh, and if you are in the minority, that means you are automatically up for elimination. Uh, and if you are eliminated, you are only allowed to choose from someone that was in the majority with their answer. I know, Roxy, this twist is crazy. I know you're just so enthusiastic about it. You're in love with it, so... <laughs> I do have to say quick, I totally remember one of the reasons that I'm a huge Natalie fan right now is when she comes back and everybody's cheering and she's like, cut the crap. I live for that. That was like the moment. You all voted for me. Like I, that that happens so much where like you see somebody come back and everyone's like, oh yeah, it's so great to see you. And you're like, this is all bullshit though. You know that, right? Like <laughs> all of you guys that wanted me. Literally mathematically, I can prove it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like we're about to play majority rules. You remember the majority in the last round where you all kicked me out? Yeah, I kind of remember that one. Uh, 
<laughs> but essentially, and it, what was crazy is it didn't seem like anyone really wanted to like kind of preface the entire twist with making sure that Natalie was good with them. It seemed like everyone was like, okay, who cares about Natalie? Let's talk about this. And it was like maybe a couple of people that went to Natalie's like, you we were, we're good, right? We're fine. All right, let's get Shereen, back. I, no, I hold on. We're going to give Shereen some credit here because everyone yeah. went on. Well, she was one of the people that did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say I'm living for Shereen. Everything she does, like there's never been a point. I feel like everyone in the cast has been a point where I'm like, Ugh, don't do that. Like do what I want you to do. But like Shereen every time has went in there, done what I wanted to see happen. And I'm just here to give her her accolades, a, a, whatever it's called. Accolades. Her trophies. Oh, is it right? Oh my God. Yay. Okay. So yes, I love Shereen. She's like my favorite right now. So I just want to give her a little shout out for doing... Not even damage control because she didn't. She just wanted to make sure. Listen, I kept you, and so watch out for me, and then we can work on this. I think she also had a bit to do with the whole easing the blow for the Billy. Um, let me not. <laughs> that could be misinterpreted. But uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my I'm mind. I'm gonna ask you. Can you repeat? what you just Definitely said so when she was talking when she was talking to uh natalie she was saying listen i know you're probably pissed at uh, billy but listen she's good she's gonna vote with us so i feel like that kind of gave her the okay maybe i shouldn't like go off at billy and just like kind of you know it was a good move for shereen to have her at, or people that she's working with not targeting each other like directly i think that was a good move for her yeah, and I feel like the only place where Shereen may have faltered a little bit uh, was when she was kind of going to Brendan and be like, I kind of want Spencer out. I know you don't feel really good about that, but and don't think that just because I want Spencer out that that means I want all the athletic guys out because I don't. I really don't. Uh, even though in her <laughs> diary room, she's like, probably. Uh, but and then Brendan was like, how am I supposed to feel good about that? How is it like, I don't understand why she even told me this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is true, but I, I feel like it, in the case for Shereen, it was kind of like where we were with Billy last week, where it was it's like 95% really good, and then like one little thing, you're like, could have done without seeing that, maybe. Uh, mm -hmm. But I mean, in such a fast-paced game, it's hard to sit here and be like, everything that they just did was amazing. There's nothing that they did wrong, ever. Especially in a round like this, where you're having to go to every single room and be either tell the complete truth or tell a complete lie like it, that was kind of there's no balance with that twist that we had tonight um but yeah i feel like shireen i feel like she pretty much won this episode in the same way that billy won last week's episode just in terms of like we couldn't specifically for how much screen time she did have we couldn't sit there and say oh she completely messed that one up uh in the same way that billy had you know mm -hmm. last week being the killer but uh Going back uh, to the episode, where where have we left off? I don't even. Um, know. We were talking about the the um, the majority, which oh, yeah, yeah. I found that it like they're like yeah majority, and here's like the question or whatever, and then I realized real quick that the question was completely redundant. Yeah, it, it doesn't <laughs> matter because it's not even it's not an answer to the question. So it's right. it, there really was no point in it. The question could have been whatever it's yeah they're gonna name whoever they're gonna name it just is what it is but oh, yeah it's, it's based more on what like not the answer to the question but just majority rules like right yeah exactly yeah i didn't know where that 
was really going in terms of what they were hoping the question would uh, kind of spark in people. Like it was, it wasn't like this wasn't going to be a touchy subjects type of a question. Where it's like, <laughs> you said me? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I wish it would have been like I wish the question had been something um, like that's like awful and nobody wants to be the answer to that question. So like they're like, hey, do you mind if we? I don't know what is something terrible, but everybody's like, no. I don't want to be that person. Pick someone else. I think it would have been so funny. Well, I love too that they're like, so the question is who's going to take a jury and we just need to pick a name and Josh and Ben are like, a name pick? Can I be it? <laughs> <laughs> Can it be me? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and that pretty much will lead us to our first uh, discussion point because we have everyone scatter like we have had after every uh, twist read, but we have this group of seven Meeting in a room, we have Brendan, Muna, Brent, Josh, Marcelo, Billy, and Spencer. And that's where Josh pretty much is like, just say me, just say my name. Uh, and everyone's like, okay, we're definitely all going to say Josh's name. And that's definitely what we're going to say at the end of the round. Right, everyone? Cool. At the same time, they're all like, that's definitely not what's going to happen. Like, that, there's no way this can, this can stick there, except for the three people who definitely thought it was going to stick that way. Uh, yeah, but, what? Why would you think that? Right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Brendan had the best line of this episode. And even though it wasn't exactly true, I feel like it kind of uh summarizes this twist in a whole. It's like you can't don't ever listen to the first name that you hear, but definitely listen to the last name that you hear. Uh right. I feel like that is probably a more accurate read on this, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but someone could also fool you with the last name at the last second. So don't really follow that with any sort of certainty. I'm sorry if you hear my dog next to me breathing, but uh <laughs> Um, I mean, it is kind of true, but it it's only true in like you can't trust the first names. It doesn't right. necessarily have to be the last name, but you definitely shouldn't trust whatever the first name is. That's what I think. I, Josh played the round the best, I think. He his strategy was wherever the biggest group of people is, go there. Because if there's going to be a new name, it would be formed with a majority. So just that's, follow yeah, the herd essentially. True. Which like I probably wouldn't do because I hate following the leader, but it may make sense for this round. <laughs> well, it's, it was like a big, it's a, it was a big thing I remember playing was being able to get that because the timer's counting down and you're all just scattered and stuff like that. And like, say the whole entire plan was to, to uh, vote one way. And then all of a sudden last second, somebody comes up to you and is like, Hey, by the way, the whole entire group changed the plan. It's this now. And you're like, did they I'm like what? And then the timer <laughs> ends and you can't talk to anybody else. And you're like, um did anybody else get that memo or am i getting screwed like it's a very big mind game with like trying to be the last person to talk to somebody at the very end of a round yeah it, but it also seemed like we had a lot of people that kind of made it a strategy to just okay i'm gonna stick around with these two people the entire time as much as i can to make sure that they don't go off and say another name without me at least knowing that they're trying to trick them or that they actually want to switch up a name and it seemed like mm -hmm. uh that worked out for a lot of people, the people that at least voted in that eight majority for the most part. Um, because we saw Marcella, he was just like, you know, I think it's going to be Josh's name. I'm so confident in it that I'm just going to go look for LOSs and I'll be fine, I'm sure. He was Definitely. like, eh, I don't oh. care, whatever. I got a pedicure, so you know what? I'm just going to go over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before we leave, do my feet look nice? Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> I. Oh, God. Ooh. Russell is growing on me a bit. I know I gave him a little short end of the stick early on, but you are growing on me, Marcelo. You are. He hears mm -hmm. you. 
He knows you're the truth. We all know. He knows you're the truth. It's canon. It's our reality canon now that Icon is the truth. See, you just jump on the bed. Oh, you did. Sorry, I had my notes pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, now we just have an added dynamic to this. Uh, I need to yeah. make it. Rachel, make- um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. It doesn't matter. I was going to talk about my dog for another sentence, which is wasting time. But then go ahead, Roxy. Oh, now I feel bad. You wanted to talk about your dog. Um, sorry. We'll talk about it later. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, Rachel really, really, really does not like Brent. <laughs> this is the third episode. She does not <laughs> like Brent at all. She didn't vote him out. I didn't get that. I was like, girl, it kind of. I like did a little eye roll when I saw that vote count. I'm like, you don't like him so much, but like, why aren't you? Yeah. I was like, yeah, her like, her like DR just before the vote too was like, he's abrasive and he needs to get out of here. And she's like, but I'm not going to just vote that way, I guess. <laughs> right. I was like, a weird yeah. flag. Like, that's yeah. like being bugged about a rock in your shoe and doing nothing about it. <laughs> like, yeah, we, th- that vote count did turn out interesting, but like at the same time, I, I kn- knew as soon as we were going into elimination, I was like, Brent did it. He totally convinced everyone to vote out Spencer, or at least the majority to do it. And I guess the vote count at the end, mm-hmm. let's see, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to three to one. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that I feel like Brent's strategy for making sure that the vote didn't fall on him. Uh, well, have you seen the ratings? Well, yeah, of course. That's the biggest thing about it. Uh, <laughs> I, was say, I, I was about to say Brent's strategy for getting the votes was about halfway sound. The, the half that was good uh, was the whole, if you're afraid of Spencer picking you for a battle match, you're statistically way better off to do it now uh and that he doesn't pick you than to do it later on and he picks you uh mm-hmm. like you're gonna be that way part is true yeah that, that part yeah. is true the part that nobody listened to was the part where he said i i deserve to be here just a little bit longer like look what i do for the show which is like brent come on I like how he gave himself an expiration date too he's like just like fifth sixth though sixth, like, maybe fourth yeah. uh like top six don't let me go past that i'll go to my head fifth or sixth like <laughs> <laughs> I I thought this was so entertaining. It's definitely like what made me like laugh the most out of this episode. But like, if if I go the ratings, and I'm like, yeah. yes. Oh, I, I also I just started to Google. I'm like YouTube ratings question mark. <laughs> like, but even okay. But even if that's true, I mean, he does do a lot for the show. There's no denying that. But even if that's true, it, it the, the reception that saying that to people that you're playing against it. They did not enjoy him saying that to them. They're like, no one would. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> like, like, why did you say that to them, Brent? I don't understand. It's the same thing with Brent and Rachel on the first episode. Should I know you? Uh, <laughs> or is that with yeah. Josh? Who was it with? Was it Brent Rachel or Josh? Josh? Okay. Said, Josh. Brent said that to Josh. Okay. What do you say to Rachel? <laughs> you essentially said the same thing to Rachel because they were in the same moving group. See, it's it's only been two weeks and I already forget what Brent said to Rachel when they first said it. And she's like, I know a Jacob and whoever was with Jacob in their moving group. I would have to go mm-hmm. look and who the moving groups were. 
and honestly, it might not even be Jacob. My memory is not that great. Uh, it was Brent, Muna, Rachel, and Brendan. So he, <laughs> yeah, it was Muna and Brendan that he looked at, and he's like, I know them. He looked at Rachel, should I know you? Uh, <laughs> basically saying the same thing that he said to Josh. Mm -hmm. um, well, every episode, Brent has said stuff like, uh, last episode, it was like, and I know that you watch me. And I'm just like, I mean, well, well we all do. We all do. But um, I just think that it, when you say things like that, that kind of is a turnoff to people where they're like, so what? I mean, maybe that's just me. But I'm like. Oh, I forget what you're saying there. Like, people like to like people. But like when it, you see them being cocky about it it's that's when it 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 kind of loses its it's uh i don't know it kind of loses any like validity to like you're like hey i really like this person I'm like i know i mean but also i do think you know what brent did i mean obviously they they knew it was either spencer or brent and i do think how loud uh, you know, and vocal that Brent was about it. Very vocal. I yeah. mean, who is yeah. it? I actually wrote that down. Very vocal. <laughs> did you look at my notes? I did. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's cool. We can cheat. Daniel cheated today. Um, <laughs> so I do think that that was good because if you if you're on limited amount of time, what was it like five minutes for that? I, I looked at that clock. I was like, oh my God. Like, I mean, it was like, and they're like not even done. I was like, yeah, it was a very short time. I mean, if you can't go and have meaningful conversations with everybody, you should have loud conversations with everyone all at once. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. what else are you going to do? And then Spencer, Spencer could walk it up and he's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let me join in and also get loud. And I was like, there he is. Go, Captain America. I loved it. <laughs> That was the thing is they'd be like talking to people and then you'd see them switch and you'd see like drink <laughs> the same people afterwards and then Spencer would come in and be like, is he saying that same bullshit again? <laughs> <laughs> but Spencer really like sucked at combating this. I mean, his strat, like, I feel like if Brent is saying I'm going, he's like, just get him out now. So like your chances are lower or whatever. Like that's a good thing for Brent. But he was just saying like, yeah, I mean, like I'm just going to win it anyways. So I feel like Spencer should have, like, went. Is that his name, Spencer? I think, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like... Okay, good. I was just yeah. making sure. I like. I feel like y'all were looking at me weird, and I'm like, am I saying someone's name wrong? We just look Spencer. at you weird anyway. When you say anything. Right. It's so annoying. Um, Sorry. I'm just like, I'm amazed but, at how truthful he is all the time. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> the truth. Uh, so, Spencer, I feel like should have done something like, oh, Brent is sneaky. He's, like work a different angle i feel like that's ultimately why he probably ended up where he was because i feel like painting a target on brent wouldn't be that hard um so i just think he failed in the offensive he, he should have said yeah you know what brent does nothing for this show he never <laughs> talks about it. i'm just kidding i'm joking I just that was the thing that was expensive's whole entire thing here was going after like hey none of you guys want to battle me was like his entire play that like it, mm -hmm. well, it's the only himself. play really yeah where, where brent's whole entire play was you don't want to battle him so let's get him out now and i'm like oh crap like it's yeah and then brent had that added layer which i think was kind of the icing on the cake in this situation i guess that's just going to be the the saying for this episode because i've said it three times already in day 
Yeah, the, the, the puff and pass of the episode is uh, Brent really having that argument against Spencer, kind of using his own words against him, and then going to people and be like, he's definitely going to pick Rachel, though, if you do vote him out, just so you know. Like, he's told, he told me that. So you shouldn't even have to worry about voting him out unless you're Rachel, in which you should be very worried. Yeah, about. I was kind of worried mm -hmm. about that, though, because, and I'll tell you why. Because, um, so, and the only reason I was worried is because I didn't, I wanted Spencer to stay. But anyway, um, so Spencer had already told Muna, like, I'm not dealing with you. I'm not going to waste my time dealing with you, you know, because of the first three rounds. So forget that. And like, I'm, I'm going to take you in if I get voted out. Well, that rattled her big time. And she tried, I think if she had had more time, maybe she could have gotten a little more traction with it, but she went and started trying to like turn the boat back the other way but and so then it just it hadn't turned yet but then when brent goes in and is like oh yeah he's gonna take rachel but he says it in a room that has people who are loyal to her like shireen was in there and shireen's very loyal and i was like oh shit like so now i was thinking if there is enough time then shireen and Muna could both like flip it back to vote Brent out. I was like, oh, don't say that. Yeah, I the way it was like structured in the episode, I was like, oh my god, why is this being added? I'm like, <laughs> made me nervous. I was just stressed out. As soon as I saw Jacob and Brendan Kevin have that conversation where it's like, we should just go ahead and get Spencer. I, that's when I thought, okay, this is actually going to turn uh, and it's not going to be in Spencer's favor. Even though Brendan ended up voting out Brent, uh, which mm -hmm. Brendan's just going to play the wild card as long as possible until it bites him. And I think when it bites him, it's going to bite him hard. Uh, but uh, that, yeah, as soon as that conversation happened, that's when I really thought, okay, this is when it's officially turned. Even though Why then before that? what? Why did he do that? Why did Jacob do that? Or no, what did Brendan. Brendan vote out, Brendan vote did, out Brent? Yeah, why did so, Brendan go ahead and vote out Brent? Well, he said in his voting thing, he was like, this is just in case I get called, right? Uh, should or we something on the lines like that. <laughs> it was something like, this is like a safety precaution or I don't know. Yeah, let's. Uh, I think he did say something Jared doesn't do what else. He's going to check immediately right now verbatim what was said. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Did he like he just didn't want to be he didn't want to have his vote revealed? Let's find out. Okay, let's do, please. So I'm doing this strictly out of self-preservation in case my vote gets revealed. Brent. All right, that was perfect. Thank you, Brenda. <laughs> I feel Thank better you, knowing. I feel so much better. Now I can sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> But I will just leave this pause screen up for a while if I need to. Uh, Can I just say, though, I loved Brent's outfit. I did. I loved his outfit. He was all dressed up. Yeah, are you giving, so cute. Are you giving uh, Brent the uh, Dustin Schroeder uh, weekly award for, for costume design? Okay, listen. I do prefer... I do prefer the jumper that Dustin wore last year. <laughs> It's my favorite. I actually thought about that today. <laughs> about that cat jumper. That, that was so random. But I was like, I really did like that jumper. So that's funny that you just said that to me. <laughs> I got there and I opened my suitcase and I looked inside and I was like, that was dumb. <laughs> like, I just looked at everything no. I had. I'm like, go suits and like, and like cat rompers. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, you'll go out in style, but you'll, you'll go out. <laughs> for sure. 
I love it. I love it. Everything. I don't know if you watched last season, Dustin, but our like our podcast last season. You oh, were on I was like, uh, he was on last. You know season? that show that you were on. I don't know if you watched or anything. No, uh, I don't know if you watched our recaps of your season last year. But every episode included at least two minutes dedicated to Roxy pointing out what you were wearing in each episode because it just it just needed to be. It, it was something that needed to be said. She had to fill her quota. Every single oh, week. I mean, I can't help it. And not only this, I'm going to tell you right now that on the date night episode, nobody beat Jayla's outfit. Mm-mm. Oh, I remember I that. I loved it. I can't help I it. That too. But I did. And then the I, Mary I, Payton, the first episode. Wait, when did you wear that, Dustin? Because the first episode when Mary Payton had the babe shirt, like the tank top, I lived for that. That was like my favorite. Which one? It was like a little pink one. It said babe on it. Am I the only one? Who wore it? Not me, was it? No, <laughs> no, definitely not you. Mary Payton wore it. Oh, Mary Payton. oh okay. See, I was so lost because I thought you were saying Dustin wore I it. Too, and I was like, I don't remember <laughs> him wearing that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I know. I, and to, to answer that question too is uh, is last last season. Yeah, I did watch it because all the time my mom would be like, I "Guess what Roxy's saying to you right now?" Like she, we just texted, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I love your mom. She's the best. <laughs> I do. Your mom's awesome. She's probably one of your guys' biggest fans, but oh, queen. But but she likes me more than Daniel, right? Of yeah. everyone does, bitch. Everyone does. I know. <laughs> I know. I just like to hear it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Joking. Okay. So anyway. Anyways, uh <laughs> Brent looked I loved his outfit tonight. Okay. Continue. Right. But backtracking a lot. Uh <laughs> we kind of knew that initial room was doomed from the start. Uh, because we had Billy's DR where she's like, All right, I have a few people that I trust uh in that room right now, but that means that I have a few people that aren't in the room that aren't in the majority mm-hmm. that could potentially be up for an elimination. I don't like that. That's our that was our first little taste of okay, this is not gonna this is gonna be a big back and forth. We're gonna say this name, we're not gonna say this this name or we're going to tell people we're saying this name type of episode that Roxy is just going to enjoy. Yes. So that's when we get that little Shireen and Natalie moment that we talked a little about earlier where we saw her kind of reveal who were the votes for Spencer and she was right. Uh, But we did see Jacob try to replace Muna's name with himself as one of those votes in the last round, even though that wasn't the case. Uh, But more on that in a little bit. We have a little thing with Muna and Spencer agreeing that they they need to have this round as kind of like their basis of trust for each other. If they get through this round, then they can work together. I bet that works out. Uh, <laughs> Jacob pretty much wants to talk to the people who voted to keep Natalie. Uh, he goes to Shireen and Rachel, and that's when he kind of does that little switcheroo. He said, I think it was actually Muna um, who voted her out, you know, or that voted out Spencer, uh, or no voted out Natalie. Sorry. Uh, because she just kind of wanted to throw her vote along with there. Uh, so then we have Natalie wanting to mend with Billy. We kind of already talked about that. Um, you know, Spencer's worried about Muna for the 15th time in the season, uh, to Brent. And then, you know, Brent pretty much confirms like, you know, she wanted you out like hardcore, like, Probably more than anyone, maybe even more than Rachel, which who's who I said wanted you out more than anyone in the last round. But forget about that for now. It was definitely Muna. Um, then we have Jacob telling Natalie that he thinks Muna voted her out. Um, and he tells her he's not dumb enough to take Muna to the end. So we might as well work together. Right. Right. We should definitely work together. And he seemed more on board than that than Natalie did, because we had Natalie. be yeah. like, Why would I 
do that. Like I'll, I'll say it to you right now. Whereas Jacob was like, I can take her a little bit, I guess, uh, which that alone was way more than Natalie was willing to give in that moment, which will be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, just Jacob alone in this game, it'll be interesting to see how he fares from here because is he really in a good position now that Muna is gone? Or can we argue that he's in a worse position now that Muna is gone? Kind of which way are you leaning for that? Probably worse, right? Uh, because you can go both I ways. I mean, I, yeah, you can make an argument for either way, but I think he's in a better position because of what happened um, with the arguing at the end of the episode tonight. But he also voted out Spencer and was called out for it. So he'll have Spencer still but he, that won't be happy. But he said, but he said that the he, working thing. But that's true. That goes into Jacob's little strategy beforehand. Of, right. you know, going to each person and be like, ah, it doesn't, I don't know if you have the votes to say. I can't, I can't be that confident for you. So that way, when they mm -hmm. he does inevitably vote him out, that maybe they're not that shocked. We'll see if that plays out to his favor. I thought it was a smart move in the moment. So I guess we'll see next round if it really was a great move for him or if Spencer is going <laughs> to not be too pleased with that. It was weird seeing those little things get said because, like, because, yeah, um, Jay gets outed for, for voting for Spencer. And then when that whole entire spat's going on between like Muna and uh, uh, Jacob and Spencer, uh, he's like, I hope that Spencer comes back from this battle. And I'm like, but you just voted for <laughs> i'm like i'm like how bad do you run on it really want but he's definitely gonna phrase as if i was just pinned against the wall brent grabbed my wrist uh, and yeah. he said you gotta vote on spencer well i feel like if i'm right now if i'm any of the people with like the bigger targets like you gotta look at like what's happened like first it was jay west then it was katie and then it was muna i mean if i'm like jacob or if i'm like brent or any of those people that was in that early alliance i'm like um y'all yeah, can we come together because like look what's happening and one of us are going to be next so i think they're kind of incentivized to come together um moving forward or at least they should because at the way it's going it's not looking too good for the jacobs of the sequester house right now all right yeah, strong uh, feelings for jacob there was uh, one part that i really really liked that was a kind of another ptsd moment which was when they're all trying to figure out the majority vote and so everybody would get in a room and like this would happen like all the time. And you'd be like, all right, so this is what we're all going to do. And then you'd see somebody else come in who like you want to have in there. And you're like, okay, hey, this is what we're going to do. Hey, this is what we're going to do. And then all of a sudden somebody would come in that you didn't want. And everyone's like, oh man, are those load bearing beams? They're like, what's going on? <laughs> is Holy crap. What a it's nice outside, yeah. hey? And it's, and it's <laughs> just terrible acting all around of everybody's like, like, hey, there was all these people in this room and now none of you guys are talking because that's... Mm -hmm. That's what people do when they hang out. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I, I feel like we should go back a little bit and kind of organize how all of these different majority rooms ended up playing out because we had that original room of seven uh, where they all, you know, they all joined hands and they're like, we're definitely going to say Josh. And then the fake name was going to be Brent. Uh, and Brent had that little moment, probably low-key my favorite moment of the entire episode where he was just like all right and just remember if anyone doesn't say my name you're definitely getting picked for a battle match all right one two three <laughs> like <laughs> i just love her all the way because he's like he had to say if you don't let's go go team <laughs> all right we love each other hooray yeah. everybody loves everybody except if you don't <laughs> so we we have another room and I think this is the next big room where we have Rachel, Shireen, Josh, Marcelo, and Jacob saying that they'll say Brent and the fake name is going to be Natalie. Um, 
and then they're gonna you have billy brendan josh natalie billy wait no i've said billy twice uh i just realized in my quick typing of the notes uh billy was not there twice billy was only there once billy is one person uh and rachel they agreed to say rachel uh and moon is basically in this moment just like josh we're not saying your name anymore. It, it's not going to work out. This has gone too far already. <laughs> we're, we're away from that. The room of seven, forget about mm -hmm. it. Uh, and so Shireen and Jacob then walk into the room. Uh, and then they also tell them to say Rachel. And then Brent and Spencer walk into the room. And that's when we have what Dustin is like, oh, yeah, look at that. Look at the ceiling. <laughs> uh, and Brent's like, we're saying my name, right? We're definitely saying my name. Remember room of the seven? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're definitely definitely saying your name brent which it i feel like definitely the plan was before it changed <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of where we leave that and then we go to marcelo looking for his los's um and then brent goes to jacob and is like just so you know i know we had that little thing where we said it was going to be my name but it's actually josh you weren't there for the room of seven but just know that's going to be the real thing it's definitely going to work out and he said and Muna right. was supposed to tell you. Yeah. That was shady as hell. Yes. Passive aggressive shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the it thing. Is, like, I, that's the thing is like when you're in that house too, it's just like people would show up and be like, well, I don't know. And now that he's here, why don't you say it to his face? And then you just leave the room and like, it's just like starting the most random fights like that. It's so funny though. Good God. This whole... I mean, I am proud of myself because for three episodes in a row, I have understood the twist. Because, see, that's mm -hmm. always my biggest problem is going, but wait. The graphic job. I'm always. Passes the Roxy Turing test. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I couldn't need somebody to go over it with me before they, anyone ever plays the game. Because you got to make sure I understand. Because if I don't, then I just spend the whole episode going, what is happening right now? I don't get it. God. The graphics always help because I know when they read the rules, I'm like, oh, what in the queue? Come on, Vera, on your game. <laughs> like, pops I, you, I, you said it a little bit. So I, yeah. I, I'm, the, I'm always like so confused with, like when they speak it out, when they have like the eliminated person. <laughs> so whoever's doing the graphics is doing such a good job. I do at, have to like, say, Audrey doing amazing with uh with production quality this season mm -hmm. like yeah. above and beyond yeah, we it's always get audio cards it yeah, gets that's... better all the time it really does yeah but i think that's a good point daniel having those like minimalistic just like okay i can follow this i can follow the spinny, spinny like... wheel i can do it <laughs> is that why i understand more this season is it yeah. the graphics it is well, we, we've I like... like i was getting smarter <laughs> It's like come a long way. I don't know if any of y'all like watched like the Forbidden season, Lost in the Archives of season, yeah. Black Hat season. Black Hat. <laughs> it's like the final seven, and Audrey's like on her iPhone. You see, like I lost the footage. <laughs> no, it got corrupted. It was corrupted. I was like, oh, look, like look what we're now. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but then you even see like season three, and uh, there was like we had, they had she had to do like a PSA before the episode came out, and was like. Our the, the chat like the the twist this round is super complicated, so I wrote it all down so you can watch this video on how this is gonna go before. And it was the kingdom round. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was, so that, that was necessary. Oh, I, people are like, I don't really get what's going on. I'm like, that was four months ago. I'm still wondering what the fuck was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to explain that to my niece yesterday, and I finally just said, just 
just watch it. Just forget it. Just watch it. Cause <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh, I had like a, like a beautiful mind, like whiteboard. And I'm explaining it to my friends. I'm like, so if this happened, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Barrett. I've interrupted you so many times. It's okay. It's okay. That's why I quickly just kind of went through my bullet points. It's like, this is what happened. And then that's what happened. And that's what happened. Cause I was like, I inevitably we're going to get to another point like this, where we talk about the graphics for five minutes and <laughs> then wow, we're gone. Good. They're so good. They are so good. It's, it's like the Candyland version of the game. Cause I'm just like, Oh, I get it now. Candyland is actually a, a game that Jay West invented. I don't know if anyone knew that. Um, <laughs> Stop. I'm sorry. It was a run. I feel like that needed to be the running gag of this episode, along with the truth. Okay, going back to the episode. <laughs> oh, they said someone in the chat. Joseph said we can understand convos twenty times better now, and like I agree. I've I remember like the subtitles were a huge thing, and like just in your season and even the seasons before. But now, like I can. It's like a. T it's like I can't well, tell. Yeah, Something that I noticed right off the out. bat is that everybody was miked this season. Yeah, that's we were at season three, and because of that, it, oh, the sound quality is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what uh, Tracy and Chat actually pointed that out that they have on mic packs this season, and it really yeah. is so much better. Just across the board, everything's so much better. I don't know why I like seeing like the little stuff, like when you get to see little production stuff, like if you catch like a camera guy in like a mirror or something like that, but all the time in the background, you'll see them fixing each other's microphones. <laughs> and, and I'm, I was like, got it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> You're done. Your game's done. No, it's so far. It's all lies. The question part doesn't exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so we're going back a little bit uh, to when Brent was telling Jacob that Muna definitely should have told you that this was going on because she was in that room. Jacob went to Muna and Brendan, and they were both like, yeah, I mean, no, don't listen to Brent. Brent is wrong. He doesn't know what's going on. This is actually what we're doing. Just say Rachel and you'll be fine. Uh, so that clears that up. And that's when we kind of hear Brendan say that line. You don't want to stick with the first name you hear, but you want to stick with the last name you hear. Uh, in Jacob's case, works out to his favor. Uh, and that's where that kind of works. But then we have Josh telling Spencer that, uh, you know, everyone wanted him out the last round, but they were scared it was a physical match. They'd definitely be scared it's going to be a physical match again. Just a little conversation before we have the round over. Um, and it is revealed that Rachel had eight votes and it wasn't the majority for the answer. And then we had three votes for Josh, which were Brent, Marcelo, and Spencer. Um, Brent is not happy. He is he is blindsided as he could be. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was flabbergasted. Spencer was pissed. He also used yeah, the word like up and you, guys, you guys are sneaky bastards or something like that. He said sneaky something. Yeah, yeah. Which I I, I I love a blow up. I love seeing somebody. I hate when somebody gets blindsided in the DR. They're like, "Wow, that really upset me." I'm like, "No, just yell. Come on, man. I like, mm -hmm. I came here to watch you snap." I can. Mm -hmm. let's get let's get a little snippet of that how about how, how about us that is a horrible story in that room with me who didn't vote my way and i was pissed oh, <laughs> oh you guys are sneaky somebody in that room is getting picked for the battle match if i go out i'm telling you that right now i'm telling you that right now four people made a promise to me and they did not carry through that promise so somebody's getting picked for that battle match Tell you what, tell you what. 
I feel I like, like oh, oh, is, oh, hey, Jake. in the corner. <laughs> He's just like awkward. But, like, oh. I wonder if like, Jason's like behind the mask, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, right there. You talking about right there? <laughs> No, oh, no, look at Marcelo staring. Yeah. Where's Marcelo? Oh, he was just, right <laughs> he's just so awkwardly just floating in the corner. He's like, he's like, got his toes pointed out. And he's going to open them to the side. He's like, look at my pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to notice. Speaking yeah, of Marcelo, I, like, I, I really loved right after he was like, oh my God, <laughs> I got to propose. Oh my God. And everyone's like, we're so, we promise, we swear to God, it's not going to be you. We promise. No, he knew exactly what he needed to do in that moment. Cause he was, he, he like, you look at his face right there. He's just like, I knew I needed to be sad. So I wanted to act sad. But uh, in the moment, he's just like, you guys are going to, aren't going to vote for me. Right. Like, you, I just feel like you guys are definitely going to vote for me, which is great on him. Uh, I think he played it perfectly. And he played the conversation with Billy also perfectly. Uh, at the same time though, he had to really go on a, on a limb and be confident that Billy was going to be the only one who voted for him. Uh, but I thought he played that one really great too, um, where he was just like, I, you know, I can tell Billy it's fine, but really this can just be ammo I can use against her later on, which is exactly what I want, which is like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and since we're here talking about Billy and her vote, or I am at least, uh, I'm going to switch to this. Was that a good move for Billy to be like, I'm going to throw this vote on Marcelo or are people going to look at that since her vote was revealed at the end? And be like, oh, Billy just wanted to throw her vote and be selfish. Right, how is it going to work out for her? Um, it really depends on how a conversation starts at the beginning of a round. Like either people start a conversation off with like, hey, we're going for somebody powerful. And then that's like that seems to be the vibe the whole entire round. Or somebody like the first person could be like, hey, didn't you think that was kind of a, a, a coward move? Like throwing your vote like that? Like, let's get her out. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I think Billy, she's just so likable that I think she'll get like a pass because she, I mean, I, me, I just like every time she's on the screen, she's always like on like the one shot, everyone's like talking, she's like on the floor. And I'm like, what is Billy doing right now? Or (laughs) then, or she's always just like very like spacious and takes up a lot of space when she's talking. And I just, I love her. She's, I think, probably like the best get for Audrey on the show this season. She's She's so entertaining. You said it perfectly there. Like, she's so likable that I think she'll get a pass. Like, they could be like, yeah, yeah, somebody keyed your car. Who was it? Billy. Oh, I love Billy. Like, (laughs) like Yeah, and and that also goes to show how she was so successful in last week's episode uh, because she was the killer and no one even you know wanted to think for one second that Billy could be the killer which just goes mm-hmm. to show again because we don't see the full aspect of it obviously uh, but I would say she probably is the most liked generally out of everyone uh, maybe her and like people I don't know Rachel's also super likable but at the same time I feel like people are, would be way more fishy about Rachel uh, before they'd be fishy about Billy at all um, but I don't know uh, I thought that was I don't know I, as another player in the game I thought it would be odd to just see that Billy randomly voted for Marcella I would see that as a selfish move and just something to keep your eye on but then again who knows? Well, I think that is the kind of move, though, that works, like, with the rules that they had in place last year, where it's, if you voted for for this person, then you stand up. 
-hmm. and they pick from them. But because now it's you can pick three people to reveal the vote. So like I'm just saying like a throwaway vote where you don't want to have to stand up if you know the you know it's between Spencer and uh, Brent. So, okay, so you throw your vote away. That's what a lot of people would do in previous seasons because they don't want to put themselves in jeopardy of going in the battle match. And so I think it works that way, but this year it's different. Mm -hmm. And it's and so she still had to reveal her vote. And so like Barrett said, I think it can be looked at in different ways. It just depends on who you are. Some people are going to interpret that as, well, why did she get to like try and take the heat off of herself when I still voted this person out? But then other people may be like, think what Daniel said, like, okay, but Billy's cool. So who cares? It's very right? much a personal, personal opinion for sure. Cause yeah. there's a, there was times uh, like somebody would, like, if you went to go up to somebody like, Hey, we got to vote for this person. Like, Oh, I can't, I'm loyal to that person. Some people get really angry about them being like, I can't believe you wouldn't vote with me. Even if that person was your friend and other people are like, Hey, I respect that loyalty. And yeah. I, you know what? I, I like that. So mm -hmm. it could, it's definitely a personal opinion. I think. Yeah. It's subjective for sure. I mean, for me personally, I respect way more for if somebody is like honest, I, I like, I can usually tell when there's like, you know, a, somebody's being disingenuous and I'm just like that. I, I would vote that person off because I don't want to deal with that. Like, And it's also two rounds in a row where Billy's had an issue with uh, staying loyal or being truthful to someone about how they would vote. Because uh, yeah. with last week you had Natalie, who is just like you said, like, I thought we were good and you just voted me out. And then you have this yeah. round where it's obviously between two people. Mm -hmm. She's obviously telling one person one thing and then voting out Marcelo. In fact, telling probably a group of people, those she trusts the most, who she's voting out and then voting out Marcelo. Again, we may, there's maybe stuff that we didn't see. She may have told other people, you know, I'm just going to vote out Marcelo. He said it was fine. We did see her tell. Uh, who did she tell before the vote? It was all happening so fast. Um, she told Marcelo, didn't she? Uh, I gotta find this. She's like, I'm gonna throw my, I can throw my vote on you. She yeah, she told, she told Marcelo, but I don't think she told anyone Anybody else. else. She told Muna. She no, she went from no, Marcelo well, to Muna. She, uh, in a roundabout way, she did tell Muna. That's right. She had a conversation with her, but it was more of, okay, so this is the proposed option, and then it was like, but what do I do? She, like, she didn't present it as, okay, I've made my decision and this was like my plan and this is what I'm going to do. She presented it more as, should I do this? It's a maybe, I don't know what to do. And now, and so now we have like, okay, so David Crowder, like David Crowder, like the David Crowder. I love your music, yeah. Yes, you're so awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's like, this is two weeks in a row that her vote has been revealed and it's been not what she said she was going to do. That's not great. Yeah. It doesn't look, doesn't look really good when you explain it like that too. I mean, I would use that against her. If I, if she were my target, I would definitely use that. It wouldn't be hard to tell everybody else. Hey, I don't think she's trustworthy because we haven't been able to trust the things she's done for the last two <laughs> rounds. Like, it's right. not a hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, she could have easily told someone along with, you know, kind of giving a little hint to Muna, you know, I'm, I might just throw away my vote to Marcella and then it's okay. It's okay with the people that she trusts the most, but That's it's still with, mm -hmm. with other people. It's still, 
I don't, I don't, why did Billy do that? I don't know. It's suddenly her name becomes maybe more of an obvious choice of just like, you know, maybe we have to keep an eye on her a little bit. And if they knew she was the killer, she's done so. But like, <laughs> it might be good for like now, but for me, if I know, okay, Billy is like typically just gonna just throw her vote, like, okay, we can keep her around because we like her early on. But when it gets down to the nitty gritty and you're trying to figure out who do you trust and who can you move forward with, Billy might just get cut off then because she's. Like not really loyal to anybody, so right. All right. Yeah, I mean, the game's so fast, though. Like, it's hard. Like, this game's so different than playing, um, like games that are like, you know, longer. Um, because it's, I just think it's harder to have somebody that like this is my ride or die because every round is different, and you got to try to understand the twist, and then you got like like. 2.3 seconds to figure out whatever your strategy is and play it. And so it's kind of really honestly hard to have somebody who like you're going to trust the whole game. So I don't know that you really can hold it against people too much. I don't know. Right. I've never played it. So I don't know. God, I'd be terrible. I would be the absolute <laughs> worst. <laughs> and I don't mind saying it. It is what it is. Amen. And holy crap, that was that went sideways so quickly. <laughs> and also, just to everyone know, I would be horrible at this game. So don't. Spencer's <laughs> just like, yeah, I'd like to reveal uh, who all was it. Billy's vote. It was um, Billy and Jacob, and it was. Josh, uh, was it, Josh? it was Josh. Josh yeah, Josh told him to to pick him. Which is weird. I thought. I mean, are Brent and Josh like not working together now? Like, is that not? A I don't thing think they ever were. I don't, like, I don't. I wasn't confident that they were. I thought there was like a connection there. I was kind of like. I thought they were together pretty hard. I mean, uh, like any time that that gets like any that relationship gets brought into question at all, or Brent gets asked about it and he's not in front of Josh, he's just like, no, I think doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the basis of their relationship really is what josh kind of strongholding brent to be like you better vote uh katie out or else i'm going to bring you into a battle match and then what after that i'm a big fan of yours like what else is there really because <laughs> they got publicly called out you know they're 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 together you know we've had brent in a dr be like no we're not like i, I don't know there's so many more relationships that you should worry about before me and josh so i i never really got a vibe that they were just see sorry I was just going to say, I just really never got that vibe that they were together. CJ has a pretty good point in the comments that there's a reason why Billy's vote was revealed twice in a row. Maybe people are already skeptical about her. I'm like, oh, true. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you, CJ. Uh, but kind of moving on in the episode, uh, we do have the results. We have kind of another big back and forth session that we're going to have to get through. And we have Muna trying to explain to Brent what happened. You know, Brent's like, I feel so blindsided. I'm definitely going to pick you if you vote me out. Uh, <laughs> he's got to include that in every single conversation. Uh, and then we have Brendan and Billy trying to tell Spencer, you know, it, it's okay. We're voting out Brent, you know? And, and then when Billy leaves, Brendan and Spencer have this moment where like, we're, you know, Spencer's like final two, right? And then Brendan and his confessional is like, that's not how that works. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> sure, final two. Um, 
So Jacob knows that, you know, Britt and Spencer are getting the votes. And that's what we kind of talked about earlier, where he knows that he can confidently go to each one and be like, this is what I'm hearing. I'm just not too confident that, you know, the votes aren't going to go your way. So that way they're not shocked just in case he does vote him out because he was just going with the majority in the end. It's an episode of majority. Uh, and so that that was a great move by Josh. We'll see how it pans out for him now that Spencer is coming back after he voted him out and he knows it. Um, but that's when we have Brent announcing to everyone uh, that if they're scared about Spencer in a battle match, if they're so scared, now is definitely probably a better time for them to get him out if they're right. really that scared of him because statistically, you have less of a chance of getting picked for a battle match. And that was part of Brent's probably reasoning that kept him in the game uh, along with the whole, he's definitely going to pick Rachel in a, in a battle match, even though in his confessional, he was like, he won't though. Uh, <laughs> Q rat noise mouse noise whatever that was uh oh it's a, it's, a, it's a rat weasel noise that yeah. audrey pulled, <laughs> pulled the audio clip for <laughs> it's just so weird it's fitting uh for brent it's very fitting especially when he's shutting people out of rooms and kicking doors down to be like let me talk to katie uh, <laughs> which is actually what i, I was surprised that it happened this episode i mean it's kind of the episode it should have right <laughs> I mean, honestly, but he felt like he was so good from the start, it looked like, with that whole Josh name, that maybe he didn't have room to essentially, at, at least oh before God. the results. After the results, I'm surprised. We were going to have another Kematina moment where she got like locked out of the door, and it was like the highlight <laughs> of the season. It's like my favorite moment of sequester history. Don't count it out. <laughs> it could still happen. Basically, I was told what the vote is, and I will vote that way. Period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i also thought that moment was good because uh shireen kind of took brent's words uh, and used them against him in the same way that brent was trying to use spencer's argument of not picking you know him for a battle match against him because shireen is like brent's saying all this but he voted out natalie last round kind of for the same reason <laughs> mm -hmm. so i don't know like what he's trying like he, He's going against, she even used the words poetic justice, which is um, not the episode title for this one. Not not puff and pass, but I uh, thought it was worth pointing out because I did write it in the notes. Because I remember the first Someone said it last episode too. They said poetic justice. It's very, this is a very poetic season. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you know, last episode when who, who was, it? oh, Katie was like, I don't. Who did she call out into the hall? She was like, oh, "Okay, so can I just come out here and talk to you for a second? Whoever that was." Um, and, and I'm only saying this now because I left the podcast last time because I was sick. I was yes, feeling ill. Um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious the way that Jacob just like slid into that conversation and he's like leaned against the stairs <laughs> listening to the private conversation. I love when all of that happened well like dustin last year in the pool when he was pretending to clean the leaves you know and he's like i'm just cleaning the leaves and listening to your conversation all right that's so <laughs> i'm never gonna live that down <laughs> like, and that just cuts to my dr and i'm like i don't really know what the fuck i'm doing here <laughs> like, like, the worst part is too if i was like watch i rewatched that episode sorry to just jump back there but i was watching that episode and like it's like halfway through the first episode and I'm like talking to Tori and Kim and I legit say in the pool, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about game too much until it starts. This is halfway through the first episode. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk too much game until we know that this thing's got, like really getting into gear. And I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, it started like a while ago. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so dumb. 
<laughs> no, I loved last season. I did. Dustin was my favorite. Everyone knows it. I was like Dustin and Cam all the way. I was I was very argumentative about that too. <laughs> it's like, no, those are good players. I don't care what you say. I was like a stubborn child. <laughs> I was there. Cat robber. I mean, this is a winner. <laughs> no, I loved last week when Jacob did that. Though, did y'all notice it? It was hilarious to me. I probably didn't. If it's a 1, little thing, like in the back. One thousand percent. I noticed it. One thousand percent. That one clip that gave Jacob that just like B-roll footage of him saying a thousand percent to everybody. In oh that yeah, house. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, for the record, for your math class, a thousand percent is not a real thing. Just gonna let you know. Is it? Because actually, all my tests today, point. Five four or was it five point four? <laughs> is five hundred forty percent. Yes, it is. It, 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 it can be a percentage. It, it depends on your parameters that you're yes. going with. It can be a percentage. It can. I'm messing with you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost sixty viewers ever since y'all started talking about math. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, stick around. I'm so good at math. Oh my God. We'll, we'll have an extra math podcast for uh, midweek, uh, but all right. I'm not promising that we're not. Uh, please, please let me talk about sequester. I beg yeah. you. Uh, so Brent tells Brennan and Rachel that um, we have that little moment where he's like, I, it'll help the show. You got to keep me around. It's going it to, like, you got to do it, uh, which is his lesser argument of the night. Um, Wait, I was like, yeah. Rentals on this season. Was I the only one that like got caught off guard? I was like, Brendan and Rachel's on this season. Like, the... oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looked, I was like, oh, okay. Why, no, have, we, sorry, why have we not talked about? Never mind. Uh, for another day. Uh, <laughs> Marcelo is super ready to work with Shireen after uh, pretty much saying he hated her last week, and not pretty much saying he did say it. Uh, and Shireen, it, that's when we have that moment where she's really unsure if she can really work with Brendan, but at the same time, she's like, I want to get Spencer out, even though that you may not like that, but don't worry, I'm not going after all the athletic guys, uh, even though I definitely am. Uh, and Brendan's also definitely like, nah, yeah, I think she's going to go after all the athletic guys. I, I don't really <laughs> like that at all. Um, you know, because being six feet makes you good at puzzles. Yeah, it does. Right. It's, it's tall puzzles. Uh, oh, wait, wait, so was Brendan saying um, like he's just agreeing that he is athletic and that he is a physical more so that More so that after Spencer leaves that it's like who's going to fill that role, that yeah. target, I think. Right. Which okay. is smart to think about. Jacob's got the broad shoulders, though. He knows I it. Mean, his yeah. And the denim. And the denim. Denim oh yeah, that, game, that was intense. Yeah, <laughs> I loved his outfit on episode one. <laughs> I like how when people know they're talking about that and they're like, "Yeah, Spencer's like he looks athletic and everything." So does Brandon, and I'm like, "Okay, Brandon's tall. I'll give you that. Like, like let's let's call a spade a spade. He's got the body body type of a Safeway bag that was got caught over a clothes hanger." Yeah, like, I was like, those are people to me. And like, looks athletic. And I'm like, yeah, I, I call people to open my jars for me. Like, there's nothing athletic about me except from 6'2. Like, <laughs> I'm also 6'2. 
we're, we're actually all six too. It's actually the parameter for even getting on the show is that you have I to am be... barely five foot tall. <laughs> you would never do well in a puzzle. <laughs> I, I can't even reach the piece. Please. Why? Like, can I get a pair of tongs over here to reach across the table? Thank you. <laughs> all right. Muna goes up to Spencer. And is like, don't, I, th I think we, it's okay. I, I, we, we, get, we can talk this out. But before she's even really like even able to say anything, Spencer's like, I'm done. I'm done with this. You, I, we are never going to trust each other. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to appease you. Uh, and Muna's just like, okay, I, I will vote him out now. <laughs> and she immediately goes to <laughs> other people and is like, okay, we, let's vote out Spencer. And this is where the tide kind of turns a little bit. Jacob tells Spencer that he thinks people might be swaying. Jacob's trying to use that reasoning. It's like, man, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Um, and then Shireen is telling Brent that Jacob is really pushing for him to go, uh, and which is kind of like her argument to maybe have the chance of Brent picking a man, hopefully, in the battle match as opposed to Shireen. Uh, and so then Billy wants to throw her vote on Marcella. We have that conversation. Uh, and then we see Brent begging Natalie to vote for Spencer you know, saying more that he deserves to be here longer. And then Jacob telling Brendan that he thinks maybe they should vote out Spencer. Uh, and then that's when Brent has that little last minute add in. If it was truly last minute, I don't know. Uh, probably not. But he goes to this room of about six people and says, Spencer is definitely choosing Rachel for the battle match. Uh, wink, wink, wink. And then we have the elimination. Spencer's eliminated. Brent is ecstatic. Uh, and so Spencer picks Josh, Billy, and Jacob to reveal their votes. Josh voted for Brent like he said he would. Billy voted for Marcelo like she said she would. And then Jacob voted for Spencer. But I guess this is the this is the first week we've had someone not who has not revealed their votes be picked for the battle match. Uh so that's right. I'm correct. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed yeah. I'm correct. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Uh I let us know <laughs> yeah i feel like it's it, it makes me feel better if you guys tell me i'm wrong as opposed to chat telling me wrong because i <laughs> it just makes me feel worse for some reason uh but he picks muna and muna is not happy about it but i feel like we just need to play this part of the episode as opposed to me giving a back and forth transcript of it because i will do no justice um so i will find that moment for everyone and then we can go from there um Okay. Playing it and then going to it. You keep talking down on me. Round one, you talk down on me. Round two, you talk down on me. One thing I'm not going to do is allow men to talk down on me. So that is your mistake. Number two, you never ever play any game with me, Spencer. These people, Jacob, who you aligned with, did that to you. And I talked to him about it. And I and I literally, and I told him. Who I was going to vote for. Did I not? It's a split vote. This man betrayed you. What did I do? What are you doing right now is a weak-ass move. But you know what? If you want to do If Spencer gets back in this house, and I hope he does, then I'm working. Because I told him whatever. I told him. What are you thinking? You're Muna. If we're talking about reputation, let's talk about it. You are a two-time winner, Who gives a damn? My second man wasn't shit. Spencer, you're playing out. This is a weak-ass move. My decision's made. My decision's made. My decision's made. No, this confessional was everything. You gotta play it. Okay, fine. The lie. So you better look to your left and to your right before you say my name and cross that street because guess what? I am not the one. So you better watch out because I am not scared. Period. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so obviously there's a lot to talk about with this moment. Uh, and I, I cannot speak as to how Muno is feeling. I will never try to speak for how Muno is feeling, but from a game perspective, I think Spencer picking Muno was probably the most logical thing for him, uh, because Muno has, uh, uh, like he said, fucked him three rounds in a row. And I don't think it was wrong for him to pick Mona. How, how does everyone else feel about it? Well, Okay, I can get. I don't think it's like a bad move to like pick her because yeah. obviously, if you're just not meshing in the game, then like that's one thing. But I mean, she has a point. Jacob is like supposed to be someone he's really close with in the game or whatever, so she should feel more, or he should feel more betrayed by Jacob. And if that was me, I would be picking Jacob in that situation because whoever I was closest with, if you voted me, like I'm just gonna bring you in. I so. thought. I thought some of it was like a little, a little like skewed just because uh, at one point at the beginning of there she says uh spence you never tried to work with me so why are you doing but i'm like at the same time you'd never try to work with him like like i'm like it is a you know it, it i think it was a it was a good move on his part um i mean i probably would have been too too upset at jacob lying to me to not pick jacob yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's not a bad move. Didn't Jacob tell him? I thought that was what he said. I thought Jacob said, but I already told him. Did he not? I don't know if he did or not. He never, I don't think he ever directly said, you know, I'm going to vote you out. But at the same time, I don't think he ever not said it. That was kind of his goal with that strategy. Uh, But I I agree. If you don't say anything, you're ever lying. (laughs) Right. If we're going by if we're going by a round by round basis, I think Jacob, in a more sense, betrayed Spencer in this round. But in a mm-hmm. game sense, Muna and Spencer have never been aligned, and I don't think they ever will have been aligned. And they were always going to target each other from the start. So, for Spencer to pick Muna, that doesn't surprise me at all, and it shouldn't really surprise people. Like I think Jacob would have been a good second choice, but I feel like in terms of just who was always going to be in the way of Spencer, it was always going to be Muna. As yeah. to how Spencer acted towards Muna in any of the conversations that they had, I mean, I, I we all have different opinions about how Spencer toting around saying, you know, this is how uh, you shouldn't pick me to be in a battle match because I'm going to beat anyone. You know, you don't want to you don't want to go up to me and being up and being very aggressive to the people. Everyone's going to react differently to that. So I can't speak for it, and I will not try to speak for anyone that way. Well, I think, I I mean, if he said that to me, I would probably laugh because. <laughs> Well, because, you know, all that Captain America music would be playing in the background when he speaks. I'm just kidding. No, because um, sequester battle matches are not inherently physical. So who cares if you are good at physical games? I don't have to play basketball. Right. Right. This ain't fucking Survivor. (laughs) I mean, that's the truth, though. So if that's like your go-to, Spencer... And I like Spencer fine, but, um, but if that's your go-to, well, that's, that's dumb. I'm sorry. It is like, that's Spencer. Don't do that. And so I would laugh if he said that to me, but I think though that him constantly saying that definitely rubbed people the wrong way. And Muna didn't take kindly to I guess the way he said things, I do think he can be like, I do think sometimes, and I don't think it's like who he is as a person. I just think this is human nature. Um, 
I'm super competitive and everybody that knows me knows that like people don't even want to play games with me because I get kind of mean and throw things at you and whatever. It's fine. But so when you're in like this little pressure cooker and you're you're playing this game and you start getting all stressed out and you're super competitive, sometimes people kind of come off a little aggressive in their words. And it just I just think sometimes it it, it blows up into things that it's really not and I just think like the situation between um the way Muna felt is like I think is valid and I think the way Spencer felt is also valid it's like a miscommunication almost where he's like overly competitive aggressive and she takes it to heart and I get it I mean I get both sides I'm such a Libra God. Well, here's, here's the thing. We just, the best thing that we can do is just break it down into a game sense. And I feel like the chat right now is having a great uh, conversation about all of this because, and I think a lot of people are saying it really well because uh, like Nick said, Muna wasn't trying to work with them at all. And like Jordan said earlier, they were going to clash eventually. They just weren't going to work together. It, I feel like if Spencer did not pick Muna for the battle match, we would have been sitting here for an hour saying, why didn't Spencer pick Muna? <laughs> like that was an obvious choice between two people who have clashed in every single episode so far to battle it out. And it would have been weird if he didn't. <laughs> so, and I know there, there's never going to be a hundred percent agreement on that. Like I said, you right. can't uh, have Muna eliminated in a game and not start a war in the process because everyone is so enamored with Muna for good reason because she's such a good player. But that just adds to the reasoning as to why Spencer probably wanted to pick her for a battle match. Muna was arguably the best player in that game. Absolutely 100 and a thousand percent. I'm going to say it a thousand percent. A thousand? Uh, I would say it a thousand. And we've sat here for three episodes saying it. Uh, so uh, that's I don't know. When, you, when you break it down simply like that. And when you have Spencer, who's been screwed every Ooh. single round of the game, I feel like that was a good way to put he it. Has. He has. Well, I mean, he has. Like, she, um, he, <laughs> she did him dirty for, like, it wasn't just her either. I mean, it's not like she did it on her own. But she is, because of who she is, she is a good player. And she does have, you know, leadership with certain people. Um. He was left with a short end of the stick for three rounds in a row, and he'd had it because whatever the famous saying is, and then fuck it. So that's what he I said. love. I love that Brent's like, "Hey, you guys shouldn't let me leave because if you if I leave, people will be upset." Moon is like, "Hold my fucking beer. Watch yeah. this." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true, and I. I really do like Muna a lot, but, and I know it's super unpopular. I just read all of the chat. I haven't been on Twitter at all, but I'm not surprised that all of that's going on over there. Um, what? But, but Twitter's usually such a wholesome place for people I mean, to what? talk about their favorite things. Toxicity on Twitter? You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> or on Sometimes Reddit. I just go through Twitter real quick to just make sure I hate myself. Like, <laughs> I just like hop in there quick and I'm like, oh, that's, that's terrible. The world's a terrible place. It's nice. Exactly. I mean, I, I know it's unpopular, but I do think Spencer made the right choice and I did want him to win. Even though, even though I like Muna, I just, that's what I think. Suck it. You, you, you wanted him to win because it was really the right move. Like, <laughs> uh, and I, mean, I feel yeah. like, 
it's hard not to root for the person eliminated in a battle match. Uh, <laughs> it's just like no, inevitably it's hard. <laughs> well, the, the big thing looking forward here is do we think that they're just going to keep on going for Spencer? Like this is going to be another like Jake round season two where like he has to oh, win like, win, like, like five battle matches. Probably. But yeah, that's a really good point. But yeah. I, I mean, it happened in there in season three, too, where, like, randomly, we just started going for, for, like, three rounds straight until. Well, so, what, I mean, yes. Uh, okay, wait. Slow down, brain. Okay, okay, so what um, what did y'all think about the strategies that were employed by both Muna and uh, Spencer? In the, in the final battle match? In the game of memory. <laughs> in the game of memory, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's another game where there could be so much reverse psychology that it just makes everything kind of endlessly pointless because you're like, I can do this and then, but then they'll think this, but if I do this and then they'll think this, I feel like there's so many ways you can go about it to the point where it's just, it just do exactly. what you want. It's because one of those things where, yeah, like, is it like, I'm going to pick, I'm going to put them all really close to each other because no one would ever do that. And then people are like, mm -hmm. but I'm going to put them really far apart because you'd never pick that one either. And I'm like, okay, this is just stupid. I know. Well, it's because the strategies that they each employed and like putting, uh, you know, the, the cards down, it's like, you're doing it in a way you're like thinking of the way that you would play the game of memory. Right. You don't know how they're going to play the game of memory. So really that's it. It, it just doesn't do you any good. You should have just gone like this and like wherever they fall. There it exactly. is. That that is, that is about right. just as good as thinking about it for thirty minutes of like okay I mean I this and that, <laughs> but uh, in the end it was it was back and forth for a little bit but uh, I don't remember exactly how the points really came out but it seemed like Muna had the advantage at first and then uh, it kind of just went back and forth from there until That's Muna hit her blank tile and then it was pretty much Spencer's from then on out. Yeah. Right. As soon as I forget which one of them had the confessional, but it was the all right, I'm in the lead, or all right, she's in the lead, but I yep. can focus. It was, I Muna. was like, all right, Muna lost. <laughs> it was it was Muna's like little confessional of just like, and I was at the point where I could see that I could win. And I was like, Oh, she lost. <laughs> that, yeah. that was it from there. It's always crazy to watch because I, I just remember like because you'll be like you hear their confessionals or whatever their their DRs when they're sitting there talking about the competition. And the worst part is, so you're sitting there and the producers and everything are like, hey, by the way, you think you're about to win. And you're like sitting there, but I didn't. And they're like, but you're excited and you're almost winning. And you're like, oh, God, you have to like put on that fake. Like it, Jay West happened in episode one when he's just like, oh, and I just had it in the bag. And like Josh was done. Like I, and then all of a sudden it cuts to him and he's standing there. He's like, anyways, I didn't. And like, <laughs> and like, Jay West was like, did someone say puzzle? I like laugh so hard. I know I did too. I was like, I have to open my phone up and respond to him right now because that's hilarious. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I've never in my life seen anybody put so much like strategic thought into a game of memory. It's it was a lot uh, for probably the most pointless game to really implement a strategy. Just, yeah. just play some. Yeah, I'm a, pro I'm a professional. Player. Like I just, I'm just good at that. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is. It does like add like a thing. Like literally every aspect of the challenge was like in their hands. So that's like kind of cool. I liked that part of it. 
I definitely like prefer it rather than Audrey just be like out in the yard or something and go play. So I don't know. I like this aspect. And I wonder, cause it says that Jake rounds the challenge producer that like he creates the challenges there. And I'm wondering if he was the one who did, uh, who did all of the little emojis on everybody's faces and stuff, which I'm not going to lie. Low key. I was upset that I wasn't one of those photos, but <laughs> you should be. I looked at them all on the table when they were, when they, when they pulled them out and I was like, Oh, Damn. I was kind of, I was really hoping because to Jake about this, I'm okay. going to, I'm, I'm getting right. on the Twitter and I'm going to tweet him right now. <laughs> I like, I'm like, who did they pick? And I'm like, Oh, they picked Nick Delisi. I get it. There we go. <laughs> I get it. I mean, he doesn't have a cat romper, but I was like, don't worry. I have pictures up of Nick too. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, I mean Spencer comes out victorious. Uh, we will see him uh, having guaranteed uh, power going in back into the game. So that'll be fun to watch next week. Um, we'll see if finally that luxury row can come into canon in the sequester four house uh, with talks amongst each other. And we'll see how all of that plays out. Uh, if we're going to have anything flush next week. But until then, I mean, we're done. We've completed the episode and we've gone for an hour and a half. Uh, which is not surprising at all. Every one of our podcasts has been longer than the actual episode by far. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like we covered it well. Um, it's because we all have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I think it's, I need medication. Gets so, gets so I awesome. am medicated. <laughs> then what are we doing? What, we've made no progress. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to add before we try to wrap all of this up and tie a bow on it? Uh, Shout out to Jordan Walker in the chat there. I know he was messaging me before saying that he was excited about the episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, shout out to, yeah, all the other season three people I saw in the chat there. Everybody else, everybody who's a fan of Sequester, really big shout out. And then to Barrett's dog as well. Absolutely. In the background, who is he has awoken for the end of the podcast for a little bit, but now he's gone again. Uh, But yeah, always shout out to Jordan. He messages me every Sunday in preparation for the episode. Uh, Never once has he messaged. Oh, shout out to my mom. Jen's in the chat there. Yeah, shout out to Dustin. Oh, I love Jennifer. As always, thank you, everyone who's in the chat tonight. Uh, Thank you, Dustin, for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's great. We, we will definitely love to have you back at some point this season mm-hmm. if we can, I'm sure. Uh, and to everyone that watched now, for everyone that watched later, if you haven't subscribed to our channel, that would be very appreciated if you did. Uh, if you didn't watch this live, you want to say anything that maybe we missed or you want us to talk about, please feel free to hop in that comment section. We can have any sort of conversation after the podcast. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I'm at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown and Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hopman. Dustin. How can the people get in touch with you if they don't follow you already? At Dustin Schroeder, right? Oh, where is it? I hate going backwards it's, like this. Yeah, it's, I'm so yeah, bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a really bad uh, weatherman right now. Right. But yeah, just add Dustin Schroeder. All right. There. Awesome. We will be back next week to cover next week's episode of Sequester. Until then, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts if you don't like looking at our faces for uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> if you've got better things to do and you just want to have some earbuds and listen to us that way, we are on Apple Podcasts. That link is also in the description below. But uh, to everyone, uh, good night, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.